Let me let me say this. It's algebra two for dinner. If you ever own a business, I, this is a little side. Uh, uh, what would I call this? Like uh, some information, like uh, help you if you own a business. If a reality TV show calls you, don't, don't. <laughs> He was doing ads for returning. On <laughs> that is good. Yeah. All right, so I wanted to kick the show off by talking about uh, things that we spend ungodly amounts of money on that we know we shouldn't. I don't think that Ellie literally fits into that category, but like I was on my way over here and I, you know, I vape. We all have our poison, Dylan. Yeah, I yeah, There's no judgment. I Although I get a little scared with you stoners out there driving around in those, those oh, cars. Oh, shut up. Well, it's not like I leave the house with a glass of wine and I'm driving Pat, around. Pat, how many times have you driven drunk in your life? Less than 400 or more than drunk? that. I can, I can admit probably three times where I'm like, I could have killed somebody. I, I and did I that, feel really guilty. I did that one time because I got home from college in New Orleans and everybody just drove drunk there because, you know. I That's mean, what you did back in the day. Yeah, it's, I mean, very rarely do you get on a highway when you're in New Orleans, but um, not very rarely. Sometimes you do. But um, it was usually just driving uptown and stuff like that. Then I got back to L.A. and I was at a party and I got on the 405 after I'd been drinking all day. And I was like, what am I doing? Ellie, can I please tell a story? I know it's not that great, but good God. She's admonishing you. She doesn't like drunk driving. So anyways, um, so I'm on my way to the gas station. I left... uh, left the vape at the house and you know i'm a, it's like you know golem with these things you know i need nicotine at all times it's absolutely disgusting and i roll into the gas station i the guy's got got everything i need he's got my sword he's got my pots right ellie i mean good god so he rings me up i'm beginning to think she doesn't understand broadcasting at all yeah she has no no understanding for the profession for the craft i mean she's an absolute monster so anyways the guy rings me up and i got a bottle of water my sword my jewel and the four jewel pods and he goes it'll be 75 dollars and for a second in my head i went no problem and then i thought are you nuts that you would pay $75 at this this desperation this hub of desperation by the 101 freeway no go somewhere else where they don't charge you an arm and a what's leg what's the run, run, going rate for uh, vape pens I, I don't know I mean you can get an enjoy one of my preferred vape swords for a dollar and then the pods are you know $25 but it got me thinking what's something that you guys spend just uh, just stupid amounts of money on because I got to quit smoking I mean I, I can't do this every time I you know lose a, a sword go to a gas station get bent over the freaking counter UFC. Spent about 80 bucks a month on UFC. That's just That's insane. Right. Uh, huh? Oh, it's not the fight. Is that a type of weed or something? No, it's it's the fights. Oh, I think Hang on productive. a second. You thought he was talking about the weed? It was an acronym. An acronym. I didn't I didn't know what that UFC stood for. It could be a, va- a particular vape pen or something like you that. You don't know what UFC stands the for? The ultimate fighting cartridge. <laughs> All right, this is another podcast show. It's a show where we gab and goof about really whatever is at top of mind. I'm Dylan, saddled up next to one real Nicholas Davis. What's going on, everybody? Saddled up next to one Elliot Hickey. Hi. Good job, kid. And her father, Patrick, produced the podcast. Hello. Is over there. I like your catchphrase, too, Ellie. Hi. Yeah, it's very, very good. So, um, so a child isn't something that you... I mean, it's probably you spend too much money on, but... Um, you know, it's not uh, it's not a frivolous waste of money. No, right? I'll pay dividends in the end. When I'm uh, pooping, wearing a diaper, she's going to be one uh, paying for all that. Or exactly, diaper. You're an now, investment. Now, yeah. Ellie doesn't like us. Uh, when Ellie comes out, she gets pretty grumpy because me and Nick are are two hulking whites um, who I don't know maybe uh, scare her a little bit. She's got a, a a grumpy countenance on when she comes into well, this she room. Doesn't know you guys that long. Now. You popped on Coco Melon, and it was like a heroin addict found a bag. I mean, she, her mood went through the roof. She started laughing, smiling, 
and you said that it is in fact a drug. Can you tell me about this cocoa melon? Well, all right. So uh, one of my wife's friends said, uh, "Hey, my wife was like my kid. I, I got to make sure she doesn't kill herself. Literally from when she wakes up to when she goes to bed." And I can't live my life like that. I got to be able to have a kid in the living room playing and I can go make myself a sandwich. Right. I said, oh, you didn't, you ever heard of Coco Melon? Right. I said, no, I never heard of that. Right. It's like, it's been in the top 10 of Netflix for two years. Right. Everyone knows about Coco Melon. This is how you get your kid to focus on something. Okay. And, and what is it? Is it like Chinese propaganda? I mean, is this ideological I not, subversion? I probably should do my due diligence as a, as a parent. I'm watching so far. It's just... Shadow, I don't I don't puppets. understand it, but it's uh, crack cocaine for toddlers. Let's let's watch a little. They bit usually of this they, right they do now. like nursery rhymes and stuff. And JJ is the little guy with the Jerry curl on the top. Okay, uh, she is she's just an absolute disaster for this show. She's yeah, she chaotic. Is. I was just gonna have her for the first topic. She has you know? no idea what she's talking about. She hardly any has has any jokes. I'm tongue-tied right now. I'm so distracted. She is very vocal about the show, and I feel like she's attempting to defend it before you defile it. Right. Uh, but you, you got to, like, it's ebbs and flows. Like, well, you got you to, gotta, like, pick your spot. So, so what's... Especially being the new one. What's up with the Coco Melon, uh, like... What's up with the ingestion? I mean, how many hours a day is she doing this? We limit her to one hour for the entire day. One hour so for the entire it, day. So you use like uh, sparsely to just buy yourself some time. You gotta pee. You gotta pee. You put the damn thing. I mean, she's an absolute demon. I mean, she's ripping the headphones off of you. What? Do you ever tell her no? I mean, what's going on here? She won't listen. Uh oh. Now she doesn't want him. That's. Welcome to parenting. <laughs> this is absolute anarchy. You know, seeing you with a kid is is really bizarre. Why is that? You know why? Well, <laughs> you know all my friends from high school, they're just astonished that I have a kid. None of them have kids. We were all like made a pact when we were in our 20s we weren't going to have kids. Was it a, they have all kept that pact and I I broke it. You <laughs> Was it a blood pact? No, it was not. There wasn't a ceremony or anything like that, but it was like, it's hey, like whatever happened, kids, we're all going to be partying and living. Uh, maybe we'll all be divorced two times and we'll all be living with each other. You know what's so 50s. strange about blood packs that really bother me on uh, their depiction in movies and television? The swapping of blood? No, the cut is always way too deep. It's, I mean, they take like a fucking Bowie knife and they impale their palm with it. All you gotta do is nick the finger, get a little blood going. You don't have to. You don't have to go to the hospital. Can you imagine after being the, the guy pack. that's getting handed the knife and yeah. he doesn't want to do that. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. We need. We need more blood. We're gonna start a blood pack. I mean, literally cutting through tendons in some of these films. I think it's an important part of it. That you <laughs> right. need surgery and you can't yeah. grip for six pain is induced. Six uh, weeks. All right, Elliot. I gotta do a show. I gotta bring you in with the nanny, Elliot. Say goodbye why don't you Dylan. why don't you why don't you tell us about yourself or what are you passionate about you have anything to say okay no nope. i'll be back you guys keep doing the show hat thank you that was nice yeah that was nice say goodbye to nick and dylan in the audience say bye bye yeah she's not going to bye ellie look at her she's gonna hang on to it try to rip the mic out look at this You've ruined the show, Ellie. Thank you very much. Thank you. You've ruined it. So, Dylan, uh, my Uber last night. Who would have, who wants to, who wants to have these things? Lots of people. I my Uber last night. Yeah. Uh, my Uber driver, right when I got in, he was just like, you could just tell right off the bat, he was an old jokester. He's like, oh, I'll try to get you there in one piece, do my best. Right. It doesn't right, always happen. Right, yeah. And I immediately was like, well, I hope so. That's all I can ask for. And, uh, you know, just kind of playing along right with him. He, sure, yeah, yeah, he yeah. goes, uh, if you got any bad jokes, please share uh, please share them or, or something like that. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, I got one, like immediately. Right, right, right. Uh, and I told him, and you, you the the cheapos listening right now, will have to go to patreon.com slash another podcast network. Right, right, right. I told him the joke you told me on the last episode. When, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When Pat went out to pee. Uh, Dylan told me a joke. Right, right, right. Uh, and then Pat came back, and I re attempted to retell it to yeah, Pat. Yeah, it was a great bit. It, it was it was super fun. I was joke retelling with Dylan, Nick, and Pat. <laughs> and uh, so I immediately was like, I got one. 
and I told it to him, and I told it amazing. And did he, he did he die? Oh, he 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 loved it. Yeah. And, and then we talked the entire way, and he he got off the one on one way too early, and we it took oh, no. like twenty two minutes back from basically here. We at the red door, uh, and uh, mm-hmm. it took twenty two minutes when it should have took. What's 12. the red door? Uh, I don't know. Have you heard of the Red Door? This is the one in Tulip Lake. Yeah. Yeah, it's behind a restaurant that my old buddy Sebastian Stone, which he was what featured were you on doing House there? Kitchen. Uh, the meeting about the thing. Oh, the network. Oh, I thought you were. Really can't say. Yeah. No, no, of course it's top secret. I thought you were out, uh, you know, trying to catch strange. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Good for you. Strictly business. Strictly business. You should get that tattooed on your neck. <laughs> so that every morning you wake up and you remind yourself of it. I, I like okay, that. So, but backwards, um, backwards. I mean, yes, of course. So, um, uh, so I spend an exorbitant amount of money. I on, love that idea right now, but I feel like I may regret it. But I'm just going to impulsively get that tattoo. You right. love the idea of strictly business written backwards on your neck. I'm yeah. I'm saying I'm just going to go immediately get it right after this show. Yeah, we can do that. We got a tea time at four o'clock. But um, aside, okay, after the golf. Uh, aside from that, are you guys excited about golf at all? Are yeah. you the camaraderie, being outside, getting to drink and drive in one of those carts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. Little legal loophole, although I think that's still illegal. Oh, definitely. You got a DUI <laughs> riding on a bicycle. <laughs> uh, are you guys going to t- attempt to? No, one hundred percent. I've had one beer our entire recording. When has that happened recently that's a good point <laughs> uh, i'm ready to i'm ready to rock i uh, brought a polo right 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 now my it's question black, is are pepper. you guys a- going to attempt to put up a score for the front nine i usually give it like well i've only gone golfing twice uh i give up around uh the third uh i guess the third round or the third course the third something. round uh, yeah yeah or the third course you can say i don't know the hole there you go you got it. <laughs> um, all right. Well, it's going to be fun. Golf is another thing I spend way too much fucking money on. Way too much money. You enjoy it. Do you want to hear my answer to your question? Yes. Yes. I'm going to try to put up a score, and I'm going to get very frustrated. Yes. I understand what's going to happen. It okay. happens every time. All right. But I'm just trying to get better, you know? Really, it's a composure thing today. I'm going to have a good time. Um, is there anything that you have looked at the bills and just been like, what are we doing? The kid. <laughs> no, that's what have we done? Oh no, it's what we're doing. I mean, the bills, the wife. Uh, I see this. Fucking, is it? Is it just like, a fun turn of? Is phrase. it a kind of a Amazon frenzy kind of thing? Yeah. Like, why did? Why does she need this? Yeah, and then uh, the fucking nanny and all that. The kid costs like eight grand a month, and it's a it's a hard thing or it's an easy thing to defense because it's like it's for the child, mm-hmm. you know. It's right, a hard, right, right. hard thing to argue against. Size signs the kid up for some gym classes. I mean, you met Ellie. Do you think she needs gym classes? Signs her up for music classes. I think she's, she's little... lifting weights. Yes, we're doing weights. She's got swim class. She's I, 19 months old. I kind of love this social. I, I, one of those would suffice. I mean, I feel like. You're uh, drinking a t- uh, tequila in a can? It's a margarita in a can. Can I try it? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. It's very cold. Where'd you get this? From my fridge. Oh, you keep the good shit in there, huh? That's right. Little sneaky boy. <laughs> oh, you're so sneaky. <laughs> That's disgusting. Hey, Dylan, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll take, uh, I don't want to derail us because I know it's how focused we, we've no, been on this, pretty good, yeah. this show. No, it's like, been really, uh, I, I don't know if you were being sardonic there, but this has been pretty fucking cohesive oh, if has, you okay. ask me. Oh, yeah. okay. Because uh, I thought it'd be a fun clip. It's kind of a famous clip uh, with your with Mr. G, uh, the that cook, the chef. What do you call him, Chef G? What's the Gordon oh, Ramsay? The G man. The G man. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah. My buddy got hosed by that guy because he showed up to a show. What's that show that uh, the G man used to do? Hell's Kitchen. Not Hell's Kitchen. It's something. Rest. Uh, is it called Hell's Kitchen? That's the competition show. He also would come in and fix restaurants. Right. I don't think that was called Hell's Kitchen. No, it wasn't. It was called, uh, well, there was 24 Hours to Hell and Back. Oh, that's when he'd show up in a tour bus, and he's going to fucking fix a restaurant 24 yes, Hours. Like, yes, that's yes. a reality. Uh, and then, I don't know, um, God, what was Can it we, called Worst Restaurants in America? Look up like uh, Gordon Ramsay and Sebastian. That was my friend. His real name's Steve, but he decided he needed a little bit more pizzazz to his name when he was going to be a restaurateur. And uh, he was featured on that show 
And, uh, oh, there it is. It's a famous line, which I always laugh. He says, Sebastian, I've never had less faith than any human being. You know this guy? Oh, yeah, we're great friends. I mean, this is completely derailing us. Oh, I'm but, sorry. Um, but no, that's well, fine. when Nick mentioned the red door, that was Sebastian's office. Uh, when he sold the restaurant Excuse and went me. to Massachusetts, they cut it into two things. One was a bar that's like, a, you know, the red door. It's cut, you enter through an alleyway, not through the front. Oh, okay. And the front of, of the restaurant places. was called Sebastian's. Hey, can I get another sip of that shitty yeah. margarita? Here we go. All right, let's watch this. This is... I. Well, and it's called Kitchen Nightmares. Okay. When I first arrived here, we got off to a shaky start. Sure. Think oh, about yeah. it. Mm. Oh, yeah. And then we kept our heads down and we got through it together. Yes, we did. And we made some really exciting changes. The menu's changed. The Pat. staff have changed. Yes. Mate, there's one thing that hasn't changed in this establishment. And that's you, Sebastian. I'm 40 years of age, and I've gone to a lot of restaurants, but I've never, ever, ever, ever met someone I believe in as little as you. I think that you will go back to your sloppy, shortcut, five out of 10 frozen ways. Good luck. Unbelievable. Would you like to know where Sebastian is now? Yeah. Uh, he uh, has a, a tree cutting business in Massachusetts. <laughs> what if Gordon was right? He was right. Gordon can smell energy like a goddamn basset hound. Now, listen. <laughs> listen. I, oh, I have some fun details about this experience, by the way. Or do basset hounds smell good? I have no clue. Okay. The dog? Now, of course people could criticize the G-Man for kind of playing to camera, being a, a caricature of himself. I mean, all his shows are nightmares. Hell. Right, exactly. Kitchen. One of the sweetest men, right? And, and, and it's not just from my limited experience with him. Everyone who has encountered him just has wonderful things to say about him, except it, you know, unless you're a Sebastian type character, right? You can call him Steve if you want. That's unless you're Steve and you got a five out of 10 frozen food strategy with life, then the G-Man is no fan of you and you're no fan of the G-Man. But the fact that he can get in people's faces like this, I mean, I wish we had more of it in this world. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't do it respectfully but he doesn't do it disrespectfully either. You know what I mean? You can just tell that he's a man that has solidified himself. His confidence is cement because of what he's achieved in his life, okay? He is an apex predator in the culinary world. You know, I've talked, you know, ad nauseum about the brilliant theory laid out in Yuri's, uh, I can't pronounce his last name, but you know that airport book that everybody was reading, Sapiens? Mm-hmm. I've talked about this before. He theorizes that the reason why human beings have brought so much pain and suffering into the world is because we leapfrogged evolution. We shouldn't have got to where we got so quickly. You know, sharks have an evolutionary confidence in their genes because they have been an apex predator for millennia. Same with lions, you know. Human beings jumped up into the food chain too quickly, and with it comes insecurities about our station in the animal kingdom. The G-Man is a shark, okay? That's what I'm trying to, to get to. I, hey, let me, I want to tell you this. So I knew this guy. The, yeah. He's one of my first friends I met when I moved to Los Angeles. And as I always talk about, meeting someone and then being your friend has nothing to do with like fate or any of that shit. It's geography. He had the apartment right sure. next to me. Right. So we were both bored and we'd watch movies together. Right. And even I, I probably... He grew on me in, in the coming years. Yeah. But typically, I wouldn't hang out with Sebastian because he was a, a bit... Uh, I'm an outgoing He's a five person. out of ten, uh, you know, flash frozen kind of character. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, he opens his restaurant. When he tells me he's going to open a restaurant, he goes, he goes, can I have a meeting with you? I said, sure. He goes, all right, you're going to run the restaurant. I said, I don't know anything about the restaurant business. I, I'm sorry, I can't do it. Right. So then he ends up managing it himself, and it lasts about like three or four years. Uh we watched this episode at Sebastian's restaurant. He rented gigantic screens wow. to view this episode the night it aired. How? Did he forget how it happened? What's that? He was like, I win. 
Well, he didn't understand the you guys, premise. You guys, I want a new car. Come <laughs> check this out. Well, they paid him 40 grand to do it. And he needed the money at the time because the restaurant was going under. So this was a much, this is how they kind of take advantage of these restaurants. Any of these shows where you see the restaurants going down, it's like, we're going to film everything. We get to take over. Uh, a guy like this is going to talk to you like you're a piece of shit and you're going to take it. And at the end of the day, you are going to get 40 grand. So I didn't know that this beautiful thing was going to fall in my lap, but it hath. I just want to break. I I want to do a forensic investigation now, this friend, of this episode. Now this is a friend. So this was his restaurant in what Toluca Lake? Dude, this is on Riverside. It's called uh on the on. It's called the Riverside now. Okay. It, we'll pass by it when we go to the golfing. Today. So it used to be called Sebastian. Yes. It Before that. Sense. Get this, before that was called Cops and Robbers. The, and the, uh, I remember it because we went to the first night it opened because uh, you get bored in this town. And so it, they made a big deal out of it. Everybody Cops was, and robbers. robbers. It lasted one year and it died. Sounds so, fun. So he took over it their lease. It sounds like there is a poltergeist on these grounds that is convincing people to market the restaurant poorly. So Sebastian is, uh, we've talked about it before, the tale of Narcissus finding the lake with the glassy water and falling into it or whatever, drowning or dying of thirst. He named the restaurant after himself and then is so delusional that he rented TV screens and showed it to a bunch of people. Oh, the place was packed the night of air. Was it, in, was it an awkward evening? He was behind the grill. He was cooking as it was all going on. I assume he had a, a, a TV where he could watch it too, but it was a, a ruckus crowd. We were all positive. Even okay, so it was fun. It was fun. It okay. was fun. But he had been telling us that he he uh, he had put one over on old uh, Chef Gordon Ramsay. Right, which was a, a not an actuality. To our surprise, he, in fact, did not. No, he did not. All no. right, so I want to just watch a little bit of this oh, episode. Watch when Gordon Ramsay shows up. He looks at the sign in the menu, and he's like, tacky. So speaking of tacky, if you are driving by a restaurant, and one, it has any advertisements of the things they have at what all. What are they, Dylan? immediately run away but should you be hamstrung or forced into attending uh, uh, the kind of uh, establishment like Sebastian's if it says live music first do whatever you can to not go go to jail for the night do whatever you can to not walk a single foot through that threshold. Dylan, the fact that it has plasma TVs, that doesn't pull you in? Plasma TVs at the bottom. Apostrophe TVs? Is that correct grammar? I mean, the plasma TVs come in extra handy in the morning when I can get breakfast. Saturday to Sunday, they do breakfast. They also have wood fire pizza. So let's check out what the G-Man thought of his food. I am so excited. I love this show so much. I fall into rabbit holes of kitchen nightmares. I'm so shocked I didn't know what the name of the show was. Yes. Yeah, Gordon, how are you? Yes, Chef Gordon, how are you, sir? Very well, thank you, yourself. Pleasure to meet you. Likewise. Working here with Chef Gordon Ramsay, it's like, as an actor, having uh, Robert De Niro say, you know what, I'm gonna help you with this role. Man. Let me take a very seat, apt, please. Very I'll apt, very apt. i this one here, actually. Okay. Thank you. Do you always serve? Do I always serve? No, but I do greet and meet every customer that walks in the door. That was a lie. Every single customer, whether I come over and just say hello, or I spend 10 minutes, sit down, and Okay, so that is, um, that's one of those lies that um, you kind of, he's very nervous because yeah. the G-Man has a very intimidating presence. He well, is, keep, after all, the G-Man. Now, this is 2008. So the G-Man wasn't the G-Man of today. He was still coming up. I, he was a name. He had a show, but he's not the... The G-Man was the G-Man before any of the television. Well, okay? I don't think the G-Man's legacy was cemented before a single lens... Well, maybe not, because they did a documentary on Marco Pierre White. But before a single lens captured his beautiful blonde head, okay? This man has so many Michelin stars, you can't even freaking count them with two hands. So, he's nervous. He tells the G-Man that he greets every single customer as they walk into, it, into the door or spends 10 minutes at the table. If it's true, it's a bad sign, to be honest. You shouldn't have that much time. If any chef of a successful restaurant had that much time on his hands, he wouldn't be a chef at all. All right. He'd be a hostess. I have a glass of wine with you. You sit down with the customers and drink wine. Why not? Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Christ. 
there's uh, photographs on the menu. There's pictures. Are these real, these photographs? Yes, they are, sir. I took those myself. It looks ghastly. I've always had one simple room. Yes, sir. Whenever you come across a menu with photographs, get the fuck out of there. Now, he is 100% right. There is one scenario wherein it is okay to have pictures. Chinese food. Chinese food. Or, or any, you know, like... A, any Asian uh, cuisine. Yes, if you're in the San Gabriel Valley and you don't understand the characters, it's helpful to know what you're fucking ordering. But at an Italian restaurant called Sebastian with breakfast, Saturday, Sunday, live music, and plasma TVs, the pictures add to the hellish nightmare of this place. Our menu concept is very unusual and unique. I love the variety. Would you like a walkthrough of our main concept of the, of the menu? Concept. We have a concept, please. Now pause it for a second. I want to be fair to Sebastian. Okay, sure he was an actor and he probably had no business being in the restaurant business. Right. And he probably took out a loan he shouldn't have taken against his home. <laughs> he had a home? Yeah, his, he had equity to his, borrow his against? His wife worked for the guy that created the Olsen twins. Okay, got it. All right, so it's Sebastian, if you're listening, I'm not making fun of you, buddy. I know this stuff gets back. There. I am. Okay. He's a great guy. Um, he was a little bit over his head, I think, with this. Sure. Okay? But, you know, that's bit. what entrepreneurs are. We go out and we're risk takers, okay? Pat, he's a pathological liar. Well. Uh, you don't think uh, he took those pictures? He's, oh, how about he's a fake <laughs> it till you make it kind of guy? He's a fake it till you make it kind of guy. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, all right. So get, stick at this. I agree. Every People, customer that walks through this door. All right, all right. And he did, actually. <laughs> no. But they're like, "Are you going to cook?" They're like, He's "Shouldn't like, a no, restaurant shouldn't in. a restaurant have a concept with its menu?" That's kind of like how it is today. This was two thousand. Yes, but the concept will be we make a lot of things, so you have a now. Here was the concept. Let me get because okay. people love it because they're doing it now. So he had a set of flavors. You could pick a flavor. It would be like uh, it'd be like like some kind of gravy or something that he made his mother's recipe and you could put it on a sandwich put it on a pizza or you put it on fries let him explain it I, right. I want him to explain it because I feel as though it's it was going to, to be I loved his french fries okay we should go eat at bad restaurants like this and vlog well, we I love that different combinations of marinades toppings and seasonings what you do is you choose one and then you add it to either chicken portobello mushroom New York strip or shrimp Angus ribeye prime cut that's cut for Sebastian's you can have one of these combinations with an entree. I slept with that girl. On the side, if you'd like, it's one of nice. our side salads. So good did come out of this. Gordon looks like his head's gonna explode. <laughs> Available at any point in time. We have a half pound Angus Prime burger. I had actually twenty more. Oh, I missed that menu. Are you serious? Yes, sir. God, I've never heard such a complex menu in my entire life. Probably not. Okay. Um. Okay. Okay, so the issue with this concept is the possibility. Now, when you have menus that uh, you can mix and match, you know, you have uh, what is the quotient that gets spit out? You know, we have 11 million different combinations. You know, Sonic, we have five, you know, 50,000 different drinks, you know. At Sebastian's, you could literally have 400 million different things. I think the math works out. So what this, this um, what did he call it? A concept? It's a concept. Yeah. The concept of this restaurant is to confuse and befuddle <laughs> every single customer that sits at a table. First, by him greeting you and drinking with you at the table, and then by the concept of the menu. Let me, let me say this. It's algebra two for dinner. If you ever own a business, I, this is a little side, uh, uh, what would I call this? Like uh, some information like uh, help you if you own a business. If a reality TV show calls you. Don't. Don't. <laughs> don't do it. Right. And especially if they go, even if they want to just use your storefront to have some horrors on Beverly House, Housewives. Right. It's good exposure. I went to this restaurant. If you hear the word exposure, exposure say get the fuck, fuck away from me. I need money. Uh, I went there on the Friday after this aired on a Monday. Yeah. Place was empty. <laughs> right. This does not help Because you. what kind of call to action is this? Yeah, I mean, it could help if he gave a glowing review. I'm right. sure it would have the opposite effect. But yeah, if he fucking... He told Sebastian he <laughs> never believed in anyone less. 
That is. Why wouldn't you uh, go there, right? Damning, right. I would say. Dylan, wait till, till you, least. wait till you see him lie about uh, the crab. Okay. This is really fun. Start with some um, calamari. Calamari? Yes. Um, is it fresh? fresh? Yes, it is. Small portion of calamari. Okay. Um, Chef Gordon. Now, pause it. No. This is okay. Well, hang on a second. <laughs> so the thing with the concept of the menu, right, is you have uh, all these different toppings that you can apply to any of these different proteins which are prepared in many of these different ways we also have a burger and then out of nowhere he pops in an order calamar it's an appetizer okay Dylan. got it hold on did, did you catch what he said he asked yes. if it was fresh he said of course calamari is fresh sebastian didn't realize they were going to follow him into the freezer which is is an insane person what type of pizza would you like perfect thank you Okay, so that so didn't go small, well. Did you make love to her? Which no. one? Ah, um, uh, the co-manager. You're an actress? Yes, I am. Ah. Put her up! Do you play with Sebastian? Because he's an actor. Oh, no. Oh, okay. I haven't. And the calamari. Uh, are they fresh or are they frozen? They are frozen. Frozen. Oh, boy. Do you think he would have known? Yeah. And you can tell, one, that Sebastian, I mean, if these are, in fact, frozen calamari, what you want is a breading that is so flavorful and so fucking deep fat fried and delicious that it covers up the fact that this is squid body chopped up and flash frozen. Um but this looks to be an ethereal, almost underdone breading, one that would accompany fresh calamari as to remind people of the delicious animal that you are eating. You're not trying to hide anything. This is pure, unadulterated squid, but the preparation is not matching the quality of the fish. Let's see how he likes it. He told me they're fresh, and they're not fresh, they're frozen. That confirms two things. Shit, chef. And a dishonest one. He's shaking. He's so angry. Can I get you anything? And I love the chef that actually cooks everything. He's sitting there going, What the yeah, fuck are you doing, dude? Why bag. are you cooking? Wish I was, didn't know what to say, so I was like, Okay. <laughs> oh, God. He said that he wanted a puke bag. Excellent. Fantastic. I didn't know what to say, though. You're not saying anything. Okay. You say yes, sir, and walk away. Okay. No problem. Okay. Sebastian, just, you could tell in his face that he wasn't very happy with the comment. I understand the guy's a professional, but to say something like that, a sick bag, come on. All right. Here it's it comes. fair. Yeah, that's fair. This is the house speciality? Um, yes. Yes, and what kind of pizza is it? What flavor? It's a Popeye pizza. Popeye? Yes. Thank you. Good description. Good description. Oh, that's Red Door now. Hey. Okay. Hey. So I got the chef here, Chef Gordon Ramsay. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's in the dining room eating. Oh, really? Yeah. He, uh, he thinks my food is terrible. He thinks your food is terrible? Yep. The waitress asked, can I get you anything else? He said, yeah, a sick bag. Oh, sir. Yeah. I don't agree with his opinion. Uh, throw him out. Ah, <laughs> throw him out. Yeah. Yeah. His dad, by the way, was in a wheelchair. He had no legs. I thought at least a day to in a position to do a stunning pizza, but the base is soggy, it's all watery. Surely to Christ that they make a fresh pizza down here. Alright. I gotta watch this when I get on home. Is this <laughs> all 43 minutes? This was no. the highest yeah. Yeah. rated kitchen nightmares in history. Really? Yes. Because they what do they get into it? Oh like, he, uh Sebastian chases him with a butcher's knife to his dressing room at the end of the episode. Are you kidding? Nah. Um <laughs> Hey. That you know when people say buried the lead. <laughs> well, I was trying to work up to it. Once we, I found that you were interested in this, I want to say this. Um, Wait, when does he chase him with a butcher's knife? Uh, let's okay, see. Okay, so he's just told him that he's there. It is a weasel. All right, John, get the fucking camera out of here. All right. So he's he's been subjected to days and days and days of this. Yeah, right? he's tired of it at this point. He snapped. Chef Gordon, where the fuck are you? Where are you? Okay. You come into my restaurant? Yes. I'm just so Why fucking you disappointed. Shout. You're gonna calm okay? down? Stop pointing your finger at me. You're gonna calm are we down. gonna speak like men? You're gonna no. speak to me like a man? You didn't listen to what I told you. You're not listening to what I'm saying. 
Did you just hear what I've just told you? I'm stepping away from you because I don't want to be too close. You ungrateful. You have no idea. Nasty, you have no I fucking idea. Joker. Fuck, fuck you. That's it, is it? Yeah, it is it. You're very disappointed. second fucking shit performance tonight. Are you fucking kidding me? Your whole act is a fucking joke. Anything else? Your whole act is a fucking joke. You're Anything a phony. Else? You shouldn't run like that. Run like what? Am I, am I supposed to be scared now, Sebastian? All right, pause it Come for on, a second. Give me a break. So, I want one thing to be noted here. Two alphas just going at it. You yeah. know what I Sebastian mean? <laughs> didn't realize the concept of the show, which was lay on your sword. He's going to fix your little restaurant. He's going to make you seem endearing because you've got a pregnant wife because his wife was pregnant. She's on the sure. show. I think we skipped past it. Yeah. And he's going to fix it. And it may go down or maybe people will be endeared to you and then they're going to go, I want to support this guy. Sebastian never got that concept of the fix a restaurant thing. Right. He thought his job was to fight with this guy. And fight he did. The comments are wonderful. Two months ago, they're still commenting on this? Dude, this show has a long tail of wonderfully viral content on uh, on the internet. And speaking of wonderfully viral content, do you guys mind if I uh, if we keep uh, on with the food themed uh, episode. Not at all. I think I we learn. I think um, you know, f soggy I, pizza bad. Soggy pizza is bad. By you, the way, I love you, Sebastian, buddy. I still got your back, pal. Even if that was not me too, a brother. I'll, I'll. If I was there, I would hire your tree cutting business. Yeah. By the way, why don't we give him a plug while we're at it? You know what I mean? Uh, if you need an estimate in New England area, uh, call seven eight one. Actually, I'm not going to do that. But just say the name of the company. Uh, well, then they'll fucking hit him up, and he's going to find out I'm talking about him. He's going to be pissed. That's Brilliant. True. There you go. <laughs> so don't support hey, his business. Hey, you found out that that was a bad idea really quickly. <laughs> no one support his business. Don't what? No Lesty. one support this man. <laughs> no, support his business. Get your tree cut by him. Just don't say anything about Pat. Just, uh, just all right. Say, oh, <laughs> you just stumbled across him. So I did want to show you guys um, one of my favorite uh, online shows, you know, that the kids are watching. Um, have you guys heard of it? It's everything I eat in a day. No. Mm -mm. It's from Harper's Bazaar. How Bazaar, Harper's Bazaar. They've done a, a good job of adapting from the, the written periodical to, to digital media. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They really are dominating the digital media landscape under the umbrella of Condé Nast. I think maybe they are a different entity. They all sound like the same uptown Manhattan horse shit to me, but um, Hoppus Bazaar does a video series called everything I ate in a day. Now it involves some um, famous people just kind of walking you through their daily eating habits. Now, I wanted to kick things off with one of my favorites, which is the Hoppus Bazaar, Everything I Eat in a Day with Katie Couric. Now, there's one small problem. They pulled it off the internet. Hmm. Why did they pull it off the internet? Because it was essentially promoting anorexia. <laughs> And everyone needs to calm down, okay? There is a lot of merit in, you wanna lose, eight, lose weight, stop eating. A ton of merit in that. People used to do that for decades before we got to the body positivity movement of the, you know. I got the greatest diet book ever. Right. It's three, it's two or three words or something like that. Eat less. That's it. Yeah. That's a secret. That's two words. To eat less. That's right. it. That's the secret to losing weight. Now, Katie Couric's... Uh, these fucking fat-free cookies. You got these fatties. Sure, yeah. Throwing down a bag of fat-free cookies. <laughs> hey, you can have all the cookies you want. Right. So Katie Couric's got the right idea. Now, what I do is for my fourth sandwich of the day, I just use lettuce. Have half a sandwich. Anyway, sorry, sorry. So, so Katie Couric... Um, Katie Couric... Walks you through Harper's Bazaar, everything I eat in a day. She says that I eat no chewable food until after my morning show is over, which I'm assuming is pretty early. But she wakes up in the morning, has like aspirilla or algae in water, and then goes. What and fucking show does she have? She has the morning show. The morning show. Yeah, with uh, her and Ryan Seacrest, right? 
Ryan and Katie Kelly Couric? or Ryan, Ryan and Kelly Ripa Kelly Ripa I meant to say Kelly Ripa Jesus it's Kelly Ripa's my bad Christ. I always get them confused they don't look anything alike I know I'm sorry so uh, it is Kelly Ripa so she is now you kind of get it right she's yeah. oh yeah she's petite she's very very tiny yeah. so she doesn't have anything in the morning until she is done with Kelly and Ryan then her first smart ch chewable food of the day is a green apple with a tablespoon of almond butter that she chops up and eats like a porridge. And then she has a salad for lunch and a smaller salad for dinner. That's it? She says, I'm not crazy. On my birthday, I'll have a piece of cake. During the holidays, I'll have a Christmas cookie. But what I like to say is, I stay ready so I don't have to get ready. You know, it is a hilarious episode because she is, she's just, you know, she's like, listen, at my age, I'm not bullshitting around. I'm on fucking TV. I have to starve myself. That's how that's how this thing she works. She talks candidly like that? No, basically? but that's essentially what she's saying. Oh. That's the subtext of all of it. Now, I, it pains me that it has been taken down. Maybe it's because you were searching Katie Couric. No. Yeah. It's yeah. been deleted. Harpus Bazaar. They deleted it. So, um... Unfortunately, we can't watch it. And the reason why I wanted to watch it is because in contrast to another video I'm going to show you, it makes it that much funnier. Um, and it would be in contrast to this video, which is Lil Yachty's Everything I Eat in a Day. Hey, before we move on I, or play that clip, I want to say this. I like a show like this. This is popular. Yeah, very. It should be because you're wondering, you see someone's physique or something like, what does that person eat in a day? Right. And if they're being truly honest, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm. Now, you compare and contrast uh, Kelly Ripa's What I Eat in a Day to this, and you've just got what is a rainbow of content that you can explore with all of these celebrities. Let's uh, watch a little bit of what Lil Yachty eats in a day. Abby Sharp is Yachty, And this is everything I eat in a day. First thing I do when I wake up is usually check my phone and then I get up and I don't really eat unless it's like a morning time thing. I wake up and I have to go do something. But usually when I wake up on a daily basis, I don't really eat. I just got into chips. I didn't I didn't eat chips for a while. Like I didn't really care for chips, but chips are kind of cool. The right kind of chips. It's these chips from Japan, but they from they from Canada, but they sell them in Japan. And they maple chips. And they taste like syrup. Whoa. It's these honey <laughs> cheese. No. He's electric. It's these honey I know. Hot cheese puffs. <laughs> I sound like a fat kid. But they are crazy. They're not Cheetos either. This is off-brand. My mom found them. Shout out to my mom. She found them. And they go crazy. They're so hot and so good that you can't stop. Because if you stop, your mouth is hot. So you just got to keep eating them to stop the heat. <sighs> crazy. I also like Lay's <laughs> honey. I think they call honey barbecue chips. Yeah, I think they honey barbecue. He's a fatty, by the way. Look I like how barbecue chips yeah. too, but that honey barbecue, that's the that's He like looks like he eats bag. chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those go crazy. Cheeto puff popcorn. <laughs> I hate too. Not the popcorn, but the puffs. Not the puffs, but like the puff popcorn. Slap. I love, hey Dylan, uh, <laughs> when you also when you uh, often comment that we need to die as a people. Yeah. It need, you think about guys like this too, right? No, I don't think about Lil Yachty. You don't think about no, it. No, I think Lil Yachty is providing a beautiful service. Now, the next video I will play is one of the reasons why we must all go away very, very soon. But let's just wrap this up with a little bit more Lil Yachty. Like, um, high chews. It's like a high chew <laughs> with nerves in it. Oh. So there's these Smarties squeeze candies. You making me think about all my snacks. So like, the, he hasn't named so one thing that has protein good. in it. No. no so smiles, right? like the whole car point, monster. The whole point of this series is to walk people candy. through your daily intake. Oh, man, what he I is listing like is just boxes. all of his favorite so candy good. and snacks. Until I started wearing them out. Like I had so many, I kept eating it that it started getting nasty. You know, because like if you eat something too much, I mean, it's only good for so long, right? Cool. So I like SpongeBob Krabby Patty gummies, too. You know those, like the gummies, like the Carpetti gummies, those go crazy. 
and um the gummy pizzas. No, I don't like the gummy pizzas, but the gummy hot dogs. Like the um, it's like a hot dog, but you could tear it apart and it's gummy. We love yellow M&Ms. That's Black the classic. Black men have nice fingernails. You ever notice that they're like yeah, polished? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mama used to eat now, the good bars. What something I didn't know about black culture was um, how encyclopedic uh, the African American community is about Sprite. Sprite is a very important beverage to black people, and I didn't know that until I saw Lil Yachty's "Everything I Eat in a Day." Now let's move on to Sprite. Sprite, tropical mix. Now tropical mix, my theory is, is a reincarnation of Sprite. Remix. It's the best flavor Sprite of all time. Well, the Sprite LeBron mix was crazy too, but that was a long time ago. Um, <laughs> Who knew that there are all these different kinds of Sprite? What a connoisseur. I, he, he, he's a connoisseur of Sprite, and I, I don't want to microaggress or macroaggress, but like, isn't a Sprite like the, um, uh, what was the si syrup? You put syrup and Sprite and like put a Jolly Rancher at the bottom. It's like a cocktail. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, guys, I'm not familiar with musical artist, Little Yachty. Uh, comic genius in being subversive or absolute dumbass? Absolute dumbass. Oh, okay. Absolute dumbass. I mean, uh, maybe not dumbass, just like who he is well, unabashedly. Him, so as a, a, a segment producer, someone should stop the cameras at some point and say, we want to know, do you eat this all in the same I day? I think they were brilliant. I think they were like, he's just going to keep going. He's so baked out of his fucking mind right now. He's talking about everything he wants to eat in a gas station. And that's what we're going to get this episode. And it is incredible now. And then some editor like had to, by his descriptions, find him. And like every time he was like, oh, it exists. It does exactly exist. what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> not the Cheetos popcorn, but the Cheeto pus, but not the pus. But the, the Cheetos popcorn. popcorn. <laughs> Cheetos popcorn does exist. He was Slaps. very specific about it, and it does go hard. <laughs> um, all right. Now, why we need to end as a species, especially in this city. This city, these types of people piss me off so much. Travis Barker. Everything I eat in a day. Now, he, much like Machine Gun Kelly, is rising back into the forefront of our fucking television screens and our internet screens because of who he is dating. He is dating a Kardashian. You should be like the rest of Blink-182, a fond memory. That is it. But he is instead getting a camera put in front of him and people asking him what he eats in a day. Now, you can tell that he is a vegan by the kind of weakness in his voice. Um, but it is this kind of... LA bullshit that is it's why the rest of the country hates us hey I'm Travis Barker and this is everything I eat in a day he's blazed over oh yeah it's crazy or Sinner. sometimes an avocado smoothie with dates and plant based protein after a workout I like to make a protein huge shake. booger in his nose it has that's a ring oh. protein powder a banana some type of milk either almond coconut milk flaxseed oil flaxseed cinnamon dates that's pretty much like my go-to and then I'll put the recovery tincture from Barker Wellness in it as well my favorite food city is Los Angeles we are spoiled with so many great options for food and I wouldn't trade for anything my typical dinner is Matsuisa or Nobu vegan sushi. I also really love all the gluten-free vegan pasta options at Crossroads Kitchen. I'm more than likely ordering the bolognese or the pizza, also calamari, Caesar salad, or artichoke oysters, some of my favorites. I actually love desserts. One of my favorite desserts is the Sunday from Crossroads Kitchen. Another one of my favorites is the shaved ice from Matsuhisa. I also love, love, love the coconut sorbet from Nobu and Matsuhisa. Can I just comment on his physical appearance before you go in on him? He looks whatever. sick. He looks sickly. Um, a white guy like this with all those tattoos all over his body and face, forehead, Get neck, a little bit more color cheeks. behind you. He looks you, like he's you, in the, the you, Matrix right You now. grow old. Right. This looks hot for right. some people when you're 22 and a banging body and I guess some blood in your skin. As you age and you become more translucent and look sickly. Yeah. Doesn't work out. Well, listen, 
he um he is sheltered in this city he can uh say the things that he's saying with uh, a supreme level of confidence where he should really be ridiculed for everything that he's saying. He said that his typical dinner is from Nobu or Matsuhisa or Crossroads Kitchen, where I didn't want to bore the audience too much, but the first half of the video he was talking about breakfast and said that his typical breakfast is from a place called Crossroads Kitchen. So he says his favorite dinner is Matsuhisa Nobu Crossroads Kitchen. And his favorite dessert is shave ice or coconut sorbet from Matsuhisa Nobu. You think he owns a piece? Also, he loves the sundae from Crossroads Kitchen. (laughs) Now, he says that he wouldn't change L.A. for anything because we live in one of the best food cities. And he's right because we do live in one of the only cities that will put up with the kind of bullshit that Travis Barker demands when he sits down at a table. Now, I don't want to shade vegans or anything like that. But how sad, how stepping on glasses in a library is being Travis Barker in one of the greatest food cities on planet Earth. He says, oh, I love Nobu and Matsuhisa, two of the greatest sushi restaurants in the city. And what does he get? Vegan sushi. Just unbelievable. Him and Courtney, they're just they're just ch- sitting up in their mansion making fucking frothed coconut milk and fucking wellness tinctures. And they should be getting laughed at by everybody. They're a laughing stock, but they're at the height of Olympus, essentially. They may even live on Mount Olympus because there's a place in Los Angeles called Mount Olympus. If I see another fucking video or a photo of uh, Courtney fucking toddler jumping him sure wrapping her leg leg wrap around with his fucking finger up her ass that's his move oh is yeah he's got his finger up her ass <laughs> right photographed like 80 times okay i'm sick of it all right uh sorry i hijacked the episode with a f- hot hot food talk uh we gotta go golfing yeah um itunes ratings and reviews five stars kind words if you want another one of these every week patreon.com slash another podcast network guys tell your friends tell your family and also subscribe to us on youtube i'm dylan saying goodbye nick say goodbye Goodbye. pat say goodbye bye